Welcome to the Talk of Fame Network. I got a good deal on those boys. The scout said they showed a lot of promise. With your Hall of Fame voters. Don't act like you're not impressed. Ron Borges. You want to punch me right now, but you won't. Rick Oslin. I don't know what we're yelling about! And Clark Judge. What in God's holy name are you blathering about? On SB Nation Radio. Setting up to be one of the great finishes in college football history, no matter how this ends. First and goal from the two. Watson rolls to the right. Watson throws for a touchdown! In the right flat, Hunter Renfro scores with one second to go for the Clemson Tigers. Well, that was Sean McDonough on ESPN Radio with the call to win a touchdown in Monday's national championship game. And our Ron Borges was there, maybe not quite as excited as Sean McDonough. It'd be pretty hard to be as excited as he was. But he was there. Now he's with us. Ron, welcome back, first of all, to Mount Snow, the Northeast. And secondly, um, what was that last minute like? And, and where do you put this game among your uh, well, your Hall of Fame games, both pro and college? That was a tremendously exciting game, Clark. You know, I was at last year's game, too. And I would I didn't think they could really top that. And if they had forty points they scored between the two teams in the fourth quarter, if you remember that game. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, Watson kinda of ran out of time and this time uh he nearly ran out of time, but he didn't. I mean it was tremendous. And that last play was you know, he he throws the winning score to a kid who was a walk on player originally right. who no one wanted. And uh, you know, and here he is this Grew up as a homeless kid, you know, and, and uh, the quarterback. And so it's just this tremendous story. And there they are facing this awesome defense that's given up 11 points a game. And the two times they've played them, they gave up 75 points. So, so much for your awesome defense. Okay, well, I'll ask you about your Hall of Fame games. What's at the top of the games or finishes that you've seen? And when I mean seen, the games you've attended. Well, I've been blessed to be a lot of them, like you guys. For me, you know, for personal reasons, it's hard to top the Patriots' first Super Bowl victory. They were such underdogs. I jokingly predicted a 73 to nothing defeat historic moment, which I'm still wearing around my neck around they here. They carried you off the field after that game, didn't yeah. they? <laughs> yeah. The Jackson and then, dragged me off in the back of a and pickup. And planted you somewhere. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and if you remember, of course, that famous final drive to win when John Madden is saying, uh, telling the national TV audience they should just sit on it and go for overtime. And, right. And the last thing Drew Bledsoe says to Tom Brady as he's going back onto the field after talking to Belichick is, and he said it just like this. F that, sling it. I mean, if you go out there, tell me, <laughs> just pump that ball down the field, which he did. Right. Well, Goose, how about you? I mean, wh- where does, wh- what's your best game that you've been to? I mean, I asked him about his. Um, you've been to an awful lot of games. How about the, the top of the heap? Well, the best finish was the Music City Miracle when Tennessee's mm-hmm. Kevin Dyson took a cross-field throwback pass from tight end Frank Wycheck on a kickoff with seconds left in a 2000 playoff game against Buffalo. And race 75 yards to the winning touchdown. Yeah, no, no, I remember that well. Um, you know, I, I think I might go with that Super Bowl two years ago, guys, when the Seahawks had a chance to beat Ron's Patriots in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. But passed. Um, <laughs> of course, that was before Richard Sherman took over as the team's offensive coordinator. We don't have Richard Sherman with us today, but we do have a former CL Seahawk with us. That's former safety Kenny Easley who was a senior nominee for the class of 2017. Ron's going to present him uh, to the board in, in about three weeks. Uh, we also have modern era finalist Tony Baselli, who's one of seven guys who's a first-time finalist for the Hall. And they're going to be joined by Sal Palantonio of ESPN. He's a Hall of Fame voter. And he's going to tell us why former Commissioner Paul Tagliabue should be in Canton. Uh, Sal is also going to present Paul Tagliabue to the board the day before the Super Bowl, as Ron will Kenny Easley. But before we get to them... 
let's get to what's ahead of us this week. Now, if you notice, guys, we opened our show here with that Clemson finish in the BCS championship game. But the reason we did that is because, I mean, if you look last weekend, there were really no fantastic finishes in the NFL. Remember they used to have those fantastic finishes? Ah, we didn't have them last week. There were no wild cards games decided by fewer than 13 points. You can look it up. I mean, all the home teams won, and the average margin of victory, goose, 19 points? In other words, uh, for those people pushing to expand the NFL playoffs, there was a message there, and it was loud and clear. Don't! Yeah, except that last year all four road teams won in the wild card round. You know, some game, some years the games are great, some years they're not. This year was one of the down years. And, but even when the four road teams won a year ago, I wasn't calling for an expansion of playoffs. 12 is the right number. And when the NFL finally goes to an 18-game schedule, and it's inevitable, brace for another round of playoffs, more teams. Yeah. It's not what you or I want. It's all about what TV wants. Right. Well, you know, if they want more games, then make the conference championships two out of three. Really test the really test the last four teams and see what they're made of rather than a one shot deal. You know, I'd much rather see that than see the Indianapolis Colts staggering around trying to beat the Kansas City Chiefs or something. Like, you know, I mean, it's just awful. These, yeah. these games or or the Oakland Raiders without their first two quarterbacks. That was brutal. yeah, that was a brutal. I mean, they came through just as I as I said to you guys on the show last week. You know, they won't score a touchdown. I mean, yeah. <laughs> It's just, I mean, if they were trying to help Derek Carr get the MVP, they did because they did. You know, they, right. you know, they couldn't score a touchdown vote. without. Well, hey, um, I mean, just for a minute here, going back to that national championship game for a moment. Um, yeah. Did you guys see that photo and story of Deshaun Watson with work done? Yeah. No. It, it's yeah. a it's a great story, and Goose, you had to look it up. I mean, for those who who didn't see it, um, Work Done's foundation. He does an awful lot of work with his charities. They worked with Habitat for Humanity to build a home for Watson's family when Deshaun was just. 11 and there's a picture there that's on twitter that's pretty cool with him on the right side in a black sweatshirt that's a pretty neat story um one other thing i want to mention to you guys and ron since you were there um you probably know it seemed like deshaun watson appeared to be crying after that game I, i'm just wondering was you know unless you goose to start with was that raw emotion from you know the, the thrill of victory or did someone just tell him cleveland has the first pick of the nfl draft <laughs> well, i think he's probably crying because uh, college football is fun it's been a chapter of his life he must not leave behind. He had three terrific years on campus, but after appearing in back-to-back title games and winning the second one, he has no other choice but to move on and embrace new challenges. And he'll find the NFL won't be as much fun as Clemson. Football's no longer a sport when it's played on Sundays. It's a business. Right, and I think, too, it was, uh, you know, he's a very religious uh, guy, and I think it was a culmination of what you mentioned a few minutes ago, Clark, the the life that he had been born into, what a long shot it was mm-hmm. that he would ever be in this situation that he's in, uh, how blessed he believes he is because of his athletic ability to be there, and then to have the opportunity last year and not quite get it done. And now uh, he said during the week um, that all this season was about getting one more chance. Uh, and he got it, and he made just one play after another. How how that guy's not the Heisman Trophy winner, I don't know. No disrespect to anybody else, but if there's a better football player in college football than that guy, I haven't seen him. Yeah, he certainly looked that way Monday night. Um, well, I mentioned Cleveland, but, but Cleveland's not in the playoffs, but, of course, both your teams are, and they're both playing this weekend. Ron, uh, <laughs> I'm going to pass on you. You have a walkover, so I'm not going to ask you about that Houston-New England game, unless, of course, you think Houston can come within 50 points of those guys. But, Goose... To me, the game of the week is in Dallas. I mean, once upon a time, I think that was last week, I thought the winner of the Green Bay-New York Giants game would be the NFC 
represented in the Super Bowl, not Dallas. Then, of course, Jordy Nelson got hurt. So what chance do you give the Packers now without Jordy Nelson? Well, I wouldn't bet this game because I would never bet against Aaron Rodgers. You know, there has been no better player, no better quarterback these last couple weeks than Rodgers. He hasn't thrown an interception in eight consecutive games, covering 281 passes, and they've run the table. You know, they take a seven-game winning streak into Dallas. The NFL is a quarterback game, and the Packers will have the best quarterback on the field Sunday. Where do you think the game's going to be won or lost, Goose? This game will be won and lost in the Green Bay defensive front seven. Dallas ran the ball down Green Bay's throat in the first meeting in October. Packers brought the number one run defense in the game, and Elliott shredded them for 157 yards and 28 carries. The way to beat Aaron Rodgers is keep him off the field. You do that by handing the ball off to Elliott and winding the clock. Green Bay can't slow Elliott this game. The Packers are going home. Okay, Ron, we yes, do sir. have another AFC game here, and it's Pittsburgh and Kansas City playing to determine who's your Patriots' next victim. I'm not overconfident here. I know what's going to happen. So do you. <laughs> but in this game, Pittsburgh and Kansas City. Andy Reid, 19-2 and after buys, including 3-0 and in the playoffs. But the Steelers own these guys, and let's face it, they destroyed them earlier this year in Pittsburgh. So who do you like here? Well, I like the Steelers because, uh, you know, they're, they're hot uh, and they're uh, relatively healthy, uh, certainly uh, when compared to the Chiefs. And uh, their defense has been improving in the second half of the season. And this is only the second playoff game uh, in which Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown, and Le'Veon Bell uh, have all been on the field at the same time. The right. first was last weekend, and you saw what happened. And my guess is you're going to see it again. That's okay. a difficult uh, crew to stop when they're all healthy. Well, let's just follow on that question. All things being equal, Ron, can either of these teams beat New England, or is this just another coronation waiting to happen for the Patriots? Uh, I, I believe Pittsburgh can. Uh, I don't think Kansas City can. I think Kansas City maybe could make it difficult for a while, but I don't think they have enough weapons on offense to keep pace. Traditionally, you know, the Steelers have struggled against New England, but I think they have an offense with all their weapons intact that can put a lot of pressure on the Patriots' offense to keep pace. And I think that uh, their defense uh, has really improved quite a bit, uh, and we'll see. I mean, Brady's had a lot of tremendous games against them, so I think it will be a great matchup. Maybe you've heard we're going to elect the Hall of Fame class of 2017 in just a few weeks. And you know something? We're going to talk about that class when we return. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Hi, Tom Bodette, trying out one of those standing desks. Now I have the pleasure of working without the nuisance of being comfortable. Not sure a standing desk is for me. I'm really more of a resting couch kind of guy. But there is one thing I can stand behind, and that's Motel 6 offering clean, comfortable rooms still for a great low price. Now, where did I put my sitting chair? I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com. The U.S. economy has been getting stronger, and home values have been increasing. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Many of our clients have been taking cash out of their homes, a strategy that might work for you. The smart move is for you to refinance your mortgage right now with Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.25%, APR 4.43%. Call 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Burger King presents... Breakfast stories. Today's story, Marty and the two for $4 croissant sandwich. Yeah, I go to Burger King. They got that uh, croissant deal, two for $4. It's wicked good with the sausage, dude. And two for $4, that is a huge bargain. 
Huge. <laughs> well said, Marty. Tasty, savory, sausage on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwiches now for just $4. Only a Burger King. Price of participation vary. And now, Geico saving stories. Nikki Peasley was happily married to Scott. However, something between them changed after Scott spent 15 minutes on Geico.com. Constant gifts, chocolates, flowers. Like he discovered a cash tree. Cash tree, indeed. Unbeknownst to Nikki, Scott had saved hundreds of dollars on their car insurance by switching to Geico. His gifts never stop. Geico, spend 15 minutes and 15% or more in savings could be gifted to you. Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green, the iconic cleaning formula known around the globe. Since being introduced to households and businesses over 35 years ago, the family of Simple Green products has grown. But one thing all of them share is my full commitment to their excellence. Simple Green. Try a Simple Green product today, and if you're not 100% satisfied, I'll refund your money. Visit us at simplegreen.com. Simple Green. Simple Green. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper. Get a local or toll-free number, or just bring your home. See how it works? Log on to grasshopper.com. We're also brought to you by MyCleanPC.com. If your computer runs slowly, go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can activate MyClean software to clean up what may be slowing that computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Well, as you know, or as you should know by now, we're down to the 15 modern era finalists for the Pro Football Hall of Fame's Class of 2017, as well as two contributor candidates and one senior candidate. And before we go farther, Goose, I'm going to ask you to tell our listeners, what differentiates modern era candidates from the others when we get into that room and how their paths to Canton might be and are different? Yeah, we have two subcommittees, one for the seniors, one for the contributors that meet in August to select those three candidates. They are standalone candidates. They are not competing with the modern era players for spots in the class of 2017. Kenny Easley is a senior, and Jerry Jones and Paul Tagabu, the contributors, they'll be sub- subjected to yes or no vote for induction before we even begin discussing the 15 modern era candidates at our meeting in February. Then we will select the five modern era candidates for a potential class size of eight. We mentioned Kenny Easley. We have him coming up soon. And as you also mentioned, he's this year's senior candidate. Um, I- I've always believed that choosing one senior, guys, or, or two as it is every other year, uh, it must be a tough, tough job and, and really a thankless task. I mean, there's so many worthy candidates out there. We've talked about them and to some of them uh, over the years. Both of you guys are members of that committee. I mean, the senior committee. So, Goose, I'll start with you. I mean, how do you arrive at just one? And frankly, why this one? Why Kenny Easley? Okay, well, I'm going to defer to Ron in this because he was in the room this year. I wasn't. There are nine members of the senior committee and the hall rotates five in each year. Ron rotated in. 
I rotated out, so he was involved in the process. I'll let Ron handle it. Well, it's, as, as Goose knows, uh, Clark, it, you know, it's it's difficult. We we have a list that we get we cut down before we get in there. Uh, then we have uh, two Hall of Fame advisors uh, who sort of, if they know the anything about the people that we're talking about, which they usually do, uh, voice their opinions. Uh, you know, in, in Kenny Easley's case, you know, I think that there's been kind of a growing sw- groundswell of some support for him because he started he just by you, Ron. Of, I mean, honestly, started by you. Yeah. Well, you're right. Uh, you know, I just remember him when I was covering the Raiders, and you know, he was just. A, a shocking presence when he came in the league. I mean, literally and figuratively, just such a tremendous player. And then, you know, his career was cut short, short through no fault of his own. You know, he was he ended up suing the Seahawks, which I've always believed is part of the reason uh, he disappeared from the Hall of Fame uh, landscape. Uh, he sued them because they were pumping him allegedly through full of massive amounts of aspirin, which ruined his kidneys. And they then declined to tell him what was going on and he played on one kidney his last uh, two years ultimately ended up in dialysis and all those sort of things uh, and it was a very bitter time you know he was involved in the union uh, late in his career no surprise uh, which was in those days dangerous thing not only with management but also with quite frankly some of the older Hall of Fame voters who thought right. players should right. be uh, seen but not heard and uh, I think it really hurt easily and that's why I kind of made him cause and it, it caught on and Hopefully, he'll get in because you can't find a football player uh, or a football coach from that era who won't tell you that they were petrified to see Kenny easily walk out of the locker room. Well, and, with uh, you presenting, Ron, I have no doubt he'll get in. You got Ray Guy in a couple of years ago, and he deserved to be in, but he had missed seven previous times, but you got him in then. So I appreciate like the it. Um, I, I know, Goose, you referred to the process earlier. Uh, one thing I didn't realize until I was asked about it this week is that most people out there really don't understand uh, how this process works. In fact, uh, one guy was asking me, now, when, when do you cut to 10? What, what's that date? Is it later in January? When do you cut to 5? Is that in February? So, Goose, explain that if you could also. Yeah, the full nine-member committee votes on the slate of candidates in the spring. Last year, there, there were 80 names on the ballot, and the top 15 vote-getters become finalists, and those are the only 15 seniors we discuss when we meet in August. Then we whittle the slate down the same way we do with the modern-era candidates in February. 15 to 10 to 5, and finally to the one or two we select each year. Every aspect of the Hall of Fame process, or all the Hall of Fame is truly a process. And it's a long day. What was it last year, guys? Eight, nine hours? What is it? What was it? Some day. Yeah, it drags. It, boy, it gets 15 long. players, yeah. that's a lot. Yeah, well, Ron, you're fortunate. You make the first presentation, and as we mentioned, you got Kenny Easley. And as I said, we're going to have him on shortly. I also mentioned that you presented Ray Guy two years ago. Great job there. Um, this is Kenny Easley's first appearance in front of that board um and he has that short career and of course the position he played safety working against him so how do you overcome that ron and do you anticipate a tough sell well i mean uh, as you guys have have done a good job pointing out you know the nature of the position and the history of it uh certainly works against them and, and the fact that he's a shorter career through no fault of his own will work against him but i just you know i'm really trying to compile a uh, as powerful a a group of supporters well-known in that room, the Parcelses of the world, the Ronnie Lots of the world, you know, they don't have any reason to say Kenny Easley belongs in the Hall of Fame, except the fact that he does. They don't have any, you know, they didn't play with him, they didn't coach him. And I, and I think when you look at a guy and you say that in seven years, he went to five Pro Bowls, he was Defensive Player of the Year, he made the All-Decade team, what would it change if he had played 10 years instead of seven? Yeah, right. 
You know, he'd have gone a couple more Pro Bowls. But other than that, you know, and then then everybody would would be saying, well, you know, it's a slam dunk. Well, so what difference does it make that you know his kidneys rotted out because his team wanted to keep him on the field when maybe he shouldn't have been playing? And frankly, he wanted to play too. So yeah, it's, you know, it's funny you mention that because we've got somebody coming up in the second half of the show, the second hour. Tony Baselli, seven years, five Pro Bowls. All decade. No, he wasn't offensive player of the year, but I don't know our offensive lineman who was the offensive player of the year. Sure. Hey, uh, Goose, um, as we tell everyone each week, and, and I think we have to hit him over the head with it, but we do. We have seven pure safeties in the hall today. With Kenny Easley coming up as a senior nominee and John Lynch and Brian Dawkins already there as modern era candidates, and we know John Lynch is coming back after having been in the top 10 last year, what are the chances we get? two safeties at once. That would constitute a monumental upset. You know, <laughs> we haven't enshrined a safety in 36 years, and now we're going to rush two in. You know, like I said, there's seven pure safeties in the hall, and the average weight for induction has been 7.2 years. Paul Krause, the game's all-time leading interceptor, had to wait 14 years. Leroy Butler was a first-team all-decade safety in the 90s. He can't even get into the room to be discussed. So putting in one safety in this class would, would, would be progress. Putting in two would be a miracle. Yeah, I, I think that's it's true. You know, I mean, uh, Kenny. You know, this is Kenny's only shot. You know, this, right, you right, know, right. We all know that uh, the amount of senior guys who come out a second time. It's happened a couple of times, but it's very rare, and it would be extremely rare in the case of a of a safety. It may actually work against the modern day candidates in this particular time if 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 we do a good job of of making Kenny's case, because maybe they say, well, how many safeties we're going to put in. Uh, I also think in this case, the modern-day safeties could cancel each other out. Uh, John Lynch clearly has uh, right. a solid block of voters, and Brian Dawkins is his first time there, but clearly he does as well. And, look, we all know what human nature is. If if, if I'm leaning toward one guy, I'm probably, I might not be voting for the other uh, at the same time. So we've seen that happen in other positions where they cancel each other out. So uh, it's going to be tough to get two in. Hey, Gooseman, uh, Lynch versus Dawkins. Who is the inside track? Well, Dawkins was the first-team all-decade selection. Lynch didn't make all-decade. Give Dawkins the edge. How about you, Ron? Who do you think? I would give Dawkins the edge. I just think he's had an overall better career. But Lynch has been in there now a number of times, and that counts for something. Okay. Well, speaking of safeties, we're going to be talking to a pretty good one. Oh, no, a great one when we return. That's former Seattle star Kenny Easley, the senior nominee for the Hall of Fame's class of 2017. That's coming up next on the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Talk of Fame Network is also brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to Geico.com. Burger King presents breakfast stories today's story bob and the two for four dollar croissantwich so here's a doozy i'm eating my two croissantwich for four dollars you know and this lady comes over making big moon eyes and i'm like keep your paws off my other croissantwich ma'am great story bob thick cut bacon and eggs on a flaky croissant hey this is not breakfast this is a burger king breakfast get two croissantwich sandwiches now for just four dollars only a burger king price of participation varies. the u.s economy has been getting stronger and home values have been increasing hi i'm jay farner president of quicken loans many of our clients have been taking cash out of their homes a strategy that might work for you the smart move is for you to refinance your mortgage right now with quicken loans the rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is four and a quarter percent apr 4.43 percent call 800 quicken or go to quickenloans.com that's 800 quicken call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states nmlsconsumeraccess.org number 3030
As an entrepreneur, you're always on the go. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Make and receive business calls using our iPhone and Android apps. Get a new business number or keep your current one. Forward your calls to any phone and even get your voicemails transcribed. Join over 250,000 small businesses who stay connected with Grasshopper. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. If your computer is running slow, go to MyCleanPC.com and get a free computer diagnosis. In minutes, you can activate MyCleanPC software to clean out the junk that may be slowing down your computer. Increase your computer speed today with MyCleanPC.com. That's MyCleanPC.com. Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green, the iconic cleaning formula known around the globe. Try a Simple Green product today, and if you're not 100% satisfied, I'll refund your money. Visit us at SimpleGreen.com. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges. Cannot play with him. Rick Goslin. Cannot win with him. And Clark Judge. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winners. Hey, Ron Borges. Yes, sir. Speaking of winners, you know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? 15 minutes ago, Clark, even you'd be a winner. (laughs) You should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. So go. Our first guest is a winner. That's Kenny Easley. He might be the greatest safety in NFL history. And if you don't believe me, ask Hall of Famer Ronnie Lott. He called Kenny Easley the best to play the position. Yet Kenny Easley has had to wait 25 years to get into the room to be discussed as a Hall of Fame finalist for the first time. And only now as a senior candidate for the class of 2017. We have two of the senior committee members on this show. That'd be Ron Borges and Rick Goslin, And both are going to tell you the nomination of Kenny Easley is long overdue. In fact, Ron is going to present him to the board in three weeks. Kenny was named to the NFL's 1980s All-Decade team. He's the 1984 Defensive Player of the Year. And today, he joins us to talk about his career and his candidacy. Kenny, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Kenny, you're now on the doorstep of Canton. Did you wonder if this day would ever come? Uh, well, to be honest, I mean, I, I I had you know given up and reconciled with myself that uh, that it would probably never happen for you know one reason and one reason only, and that was the years of service. But a number of folks in my church, uh, including my pastor, would say to me, you know, there is a season for everything. And while I'm trying to figure it out, uh, God has already worked it out. So although I had a lot of positive vibes going around me from my church family, in my heart of hearts, I had put it out of my mind, particularly on a daily basis. You're sort of the victim of this length of service thing. Uh, you know, Gail Sayers really the only guy to seem to have beaten it. The, the Sterling Sharp uh, has suffered with it. Terrell Davis, Tony Baselli. Um I'm wondering what your opinion is on length of careers and whether that's a legitimate partial measurement of a player's Hall of Fame credentials. Yeah, you know, I've had a number of conversations uh, uh, with uh, Frank Cooney. Uh, you guys know Frank. Uh, sure. Oh, sure. Yeah, Hall of Fame yeah, voter. Good man. And about this measuring stick of greatness. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, what I told Frank. That greatness should be measured by uh, what the player did to alter or change the the game from his position. And 
to me, it really doesn't matter uh, you know, how many years the, the player has played. In fact, as I was telling Frank, you know, the NFL is the hardest of all the professional sports to vest in. You have to play four years before you can vest in the in the pitching program. So, uh, to me, uh, you know, if you play four years or more, or just four years, it seems to me that you should be able to to get into the Hall of Fame if that's all you you did, as long as you did something to change the game. But let me tell you, when I was playing in the '80s, I knew that after the '84 season when teams started to split the tight end out to the far sideline. They knew that in our defensive scheme that the strong safety had to go with the the tight end. So they would split him out there. I would go out there. And basically, they did that so that they could play 10-on-10 football. And that changed the game because they didn't do it against anybody else. When I would watch the film of the same team playing against another team, another strong safety, they wouldn't do that. So I thought that um, if, um, you know, if my play was that special where they, where they had to, you know, take the tight end and use him basically as a, as a distraction to keep me from uh, doing what I do on defense, you know, I thought that that was a game-changing, a game-changing thing. And, I mean, I wasn't the only player. I mean, I could – mentioned Lawrence Taylor. I mean, the way he played, uh, he changed the nature of the left offensive tackle. I mean, these left offensive tackles now, or the backside tackle, are, you know, big athletic tackles that can move and have long arms because of what Lawrence Taylor did in the 80s. Bo Jackson, game changer. I remember in Seattle when Chuck Knox told our team that the reason why that the reason why they were drafting Brian Bosworth was to be a bow stopper. Didn't work, but <laughs> Bo Jackson was a very unique athlete and a game changer. And I can go on and talk about Ronnie Lott and Howie Long and so forth. But the bottom line, if a team makes certain adjustments against a certain player that they don't ordinarily make against other teams, that player is a game changer. We're speaking with Hall of Fame nominee and game changer, Ken Easley, on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us at talkoffamenetwork.com and on Twitter at at talkoffamenet. And Kenny, as you know, and as most of our listeners know, there are only seven pure safeties in the hall. The last active safety was who was enshrined was Kenny Houston. He retired after the 1980 season. That's 36 years ago, 37 now. Why do you think safeties are so undervalued by voters? Uh, you know, I, 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 I honestly don't really know why. Uh, I've talked, again, I've talked to Frank Cooney about this, and I learned from him that uh, Kenny Houston was the last natural safety to be inducted into the hall. One thing about playing safety is that uh, we have no inherent or visible matchup scenario like cornerbacks, where you see weekly the corner versus the wide receiver matchup. It's played about is played out and talked about weekly on sports talk shows. But you never hear anything about uh, the safeties unless he makes a bone-jarring tackle that knocks the receiver silly. Then the safety will get some mention from the media, but for the most part, safeties are the backbones of the defense. They make all the secondary adjustments 
based on what the offense is showing them, they are the last line of defense and absolutely must be a shorthanded tackler in the open field, which may be the, 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 the toughest task of all. But, um, you know, I don't, I, I, I can't tell you why uh, the, the safety uh, has been undervalued and misrepresented uh, in the hall. But hopefully, you know, I can get in and other people like Brian Dawkins can get in or John Lynch or whatever. And, uh, and you know, we can, you know, change the, the course of, uh, of neglecting uh, safety in the Hall of Fame. Kenny, you became the definition of the strong safety during your time with the Seahawks. But I'm told it's a position you didn't want to play. You fancied yourself as a free safety. How much better a player would you have been had you played free instead of strong? <laughs> More freedom. Well, yeah, I, yeah I, I don't know. I mean, that's 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 hard to extrapolate. But I can tell you this: I had to learn how to play strong safety in the National Football League. But I knew how to play free safety, and and so it was a big adjustment for me because. I had always viewed playing a football game from the free safety perspective, which is 10 to 12 yards off the ball. And because I had placed free safety basically all my life, I started playing free safety when I was in rec league. And then I played free safety in junior high school. I played free safety in high school. Obviously, I played free safety at UCLA. So I knew how to play the position. There was nothing. Uh, there was nothing that I did not know from the free safety position. Uh, how to adjust and make plays from that position. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to have to cut you off here because one thing we do know how to do is go to commercial. We're going to have to go. We're out of time. But thanks so much. Best of luck with your candidacy, and we're going to see you in Houston. Yes, we are. Very much. Thanks, Kenny. That was Hall of Fame nominee Kenny Easley. Up next, you're going to hear why Jerry Jones, yes, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, belongs in the hall, too. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. We're also brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper and get a local or toll-free number or just bring your own. To see how it works, just go to grasshopper.com. Talk of Fame Network is also brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. This is Heinz Ward, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Geico presents Unanswerable Questions. Why are yawns contagious? What makes some ketchup fancy? Or the big one. Why doesn't everyone switch to GEICO and they could save 15% or more on car insurance? However, you could be a part of the answer by switching to GEICO and saving hundreds for yourself. Money you could use to purchase bottle after bottle of the fanciest of ketchups. GEICO, the answer to savings. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Hi, Tom Bodette. Call me old-fashioned, but I just don't get modern art. Time was, if you splattered paint on a canvas, it was called a drop cloth. Now, it's called genius. Well, something modern I do appreciate are the newly renovated rooms of Motel 6. Totally updated with all-new everything, still at a great low price. It's like modern art, only it looks good and has a point. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book direct at motel6.com. 
The U.S. economy has been getting stronger, and home values have been increasing. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Many of our clients have been taking cash out of their homes, a strategy that might work for you. The smart move is for you to refinance your mortgage right now with Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.25%, APR 4.43%. Call 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Burger King presents breakfast stories today's story marty and the two for four dollar sandwich yeah i go to burger king they got that uh croissant deal two for four dollars it's wicked good with the sausage dude and two for four dollars that is a huge bargain huge <laughs> well said marty tasty savory sausage on a flaky croissant hey this is not breakfast this is a burger king breakfast get two croissant sandwiches now for just four dollars only a burger king price of participation vary this is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. When you start telling me it doesn't matter, then we're tired. Get out. Just a reminder, the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by GEICO. Where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. And you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. We're also brought to you by MyCleanPC.com. If your computer runs slowly, go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, yeah, minutes, you can activate MyClean software to clean up and clean out what may be slowing it down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Hey, before we go any further, guys, uh, did you see that uh, Jersey Boys is ending its Broadway run this week after 11 years? Goose, I, you saw that, right? You, you like it? Yeah, I saw it on Broadway a few years back. You know, the play and the group are favorites of mine. In fact, I have 18 four-season songs on my iPod. Wow. Wow. And we play Ronnie on here every other week, too, by the yes, sir. Rightfully Boys. so. Yeah, rightfully so. Well, Ron, you'll like this segue. Maybe not. Um, some people could say the NFL's Jersey Boys, as in the Giants, ended their run last weekend, too, and they didn't go very quietly. Uh, first, we had Odell Beckham punching a hole in the wall at Lambeau. And then they trashed, at least according to the New York Post, they trashed their charter to New York, Newark. And uh, Ron, I knew you just flew into Newark. I uh, hope you didn't trash your plane. <laughs> I wanted to, but I didn't. They, uh, you know, they're, you know, some of the Giants are denying that this is true. Uh, my guess is history usually teaches us that we'll find out it was true. But my question is, where's management? Where's the coaching staff? Where's the general manager? They're all on the plane, aren't they? Or they take separate private jets of their own, leave the, leave the children to their own devices. Uh, you know, if anything like this went on, it's like punching a hole in the wall in Green Bay, Odell Beckham, after he goes to a party in my in Miami the week of the of the game, and then drops three key passes during the course of the game. Now, do I think it's because he went to a party? No, but I think it's an example of what's wrong with their mindset down there, and and why they're not winning. Yeah, well, the only thing I think is I think this never would have happened with Tom Coughlin in charge. You got that right. <laughs> I also think maybe the Giants should just fly JetBlue. How about that? Um, anyway, they're out of the playoffs, but the Cowboys aren't. And their owner, Jerry Jones, yeah, he's very much alive in the Hall of Fame picture. As we mentioned, he's one of two contributor candidates for the Hall's class of 2017. And our Rick Goslin, yep, Goose Man, is going to present him to the board with, I'm guessing, Goose, something like what you wrote on our website, talkoffamenetwork.com, this week. Yes, sir. The first weekend of February could be a special weekend for Jerry Jones, both personally and professionally. Professionally, as owner of the Cowboys, he has a team. His, his team holds a top seed in the NFC playoff bracket and has a clear path to the Super Bowl February 5th with two potential January home games. Personally, he has a chance 
this weekend. That weekend, he joined six of his former players with a bust in Canton. He's one of the two contributor candidates for the Hall's class of 17. Jerry has a 28-year resume for his candidacy, and it's worthy of a gold jacket. He purchased the Cowboys in 1989 and bankrolled a team that became the first in NFL history to win three Super Bowls in a span of four years. But championship rings are merely a Hall of Fame prerequisite. There are 11 owners already in Canton, and they have a combined 27 championship rings. Now, the strength of Jones's candidacy is what he did outside of his own building, his impact on the marketing of the NFL. He single-handedly altered the NFL's financial dynamic and changed the way the league does business. When Jones talks money, the NFL listens. When he purchased the Cowboys, the bottom line reflected revenues from two primary sources, ticket sales and television. He spent $140 million, $70 million for the Cowboys, and $70 million more for the Texas Stadium lease. And that was considered crazy money to spend on a lease at that time because NFL teams only played 10 games each year at its stadium. But Jones taught his fellow owners how to make money with their stadiums by introducing revenue streams, selling sponsorships to Nike, Pepsi, and American Express to become the official shoe, soft drink, and credit card company, respectively, of Texas Stadium. To maximize the, inter- the investment in their teams, his fellow owners needed to get out of older, shared stadiums into newer ones, which would allow, the- allow them to control the suites, sponsorships, naming rights, and create their own revenue streams. Now, that triggered a construction boom. There have been 23 new NFL stadiums built since Jones bought the Cowboys, including football's first billion-dollar palace, AT&T Stadium in Arlington, that houses the Cowboys. A 24th new stadium is now in the works in Los Angeles. The money produced from those stadiums is poured into the league's revenue pot, which explains why the NFL's salary cap has zoomed from $34.6 million in its inaugural year in 1994 to $155 million in 2016. When Jones talks money, the NFL listens. It's time for the Hall of Fame to recognize the financial impact Jones has had on the game. That's the it's also time for our two-minute drill. Gooseman not only has Jerry Jones, he has this week's drill. So, Goose, let's get started. How much money did Clemson quarterback Deshaun Watson make for himself in the national title game? More than the playoff pool for the entire Browns team. Yeah, his next employer this century. <laughs> I'd say because the draft is slotted, probably didn't make that much, but he avoided losing a ton if he hadn't played well. Referee Brad Allen presided over the officiating crew that called the most penalties last season. Craig Wolfstadt presided over the crew that called the least penalties. Both were assigned wildcard playoff games. What message is Dean Blandino trying to send here? We're an equal opportunity outfit. <laughs> Uh, don't be on the fence. <laughs> Who threw the better Hail Mary, Roger Staubach or Aaron Rodgers? Uh, that'd be the guy calling a cab for Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> Pope Paul the 23rd, but he needed a translator. After that, it goes to the creator, Roger Staubach. Jordy Nelson, Ricky Nelson, or Half Nelson? Prince Rogers Nelson, a.k.a. Prince. Bet you didn't know that. I didn't know that. I got something you don't know. Battling Nelson. He went 42 rounds with Joe Gans in the desert outside Golden Hill, uh, Goldfield, Nevada in 1906 before he got DQ'd for hitting below the DMZ. <laughs> and you covered it. <laughs> I covered if it. If you were a GM shopping for a coach soft season, who would be the top name on your list? Tom Brady, best offensive coordinator in the game. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, David Shaw, Stanford. Uh, he wins where it's hard to win, and he found a way to get along with Richard Sherman. 
49ers hired Jim Tomsula as head coach in 2015 and Chip Kelly in 2016. Will the third time be the charm for the 49ers head coaching hire in 2017? Only if the 49ers learn from their mistakes. So, no. <laughs> yeah, not if they're led by Jed because you can't fire the owner, York. The Browns fired Ray Horton as defense coordinator and hired Greg Williams. Was Ray Horton the problem in Cleveland? Nope, the players are the problem in Cleveland. They don't have any. That's right. They were the problem, and now they're the problem of a guy who got suspended for advocating gang warfare in one of his previous jobs. Not good. Horton is the only coach leaving the Cleveland staff. Pep Hamilton left for a college job at Michigan. Is going back to school better than going back to the Browns? Going back to Helsinki in February is better than going back to the Browns. <laughs> Look, you can coach in front of 103,000 people in Michigan or a bunch of folks dressed up wearing dog ears and throwing milk bones at you. <laughs> what would you choose, Goose? That's the end of the first half. When we return, we're going to hear why Paul Tagliabue, the other contributor nominee, belongs in Canton. And we'll sit down with Hall of Fame first-time finalist Tony Baselli. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. If your computer is running slow, go to MyCleanPC.com and get a free computer diagnosis. In minutes, you can activate MyCleanPC software to clean out the junk that may be slowing down your computer. Increase your computer speed today with MyCleanPC.com. That's MyCleanPC.com. Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green, the iconic cleaning formula known around the globe. Try a Simple Green product today, and if you're not 100% satisfied, I'll refund your money. Visit us at SimpleGreen.com. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. The U.S. economy has been getting stronger, and home values have been increasing. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Many of our clients have been taking cash out of their homes, a strategy that might work for you. The smart move is for you to refinance your mortgage right now with Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.25%, APR 4.43%. Call 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumeraccess.org number 3030. Hi, Tom Bodette. Seems like everyone's got an idea for a startup. From innovations like laundry sharing to startups that help other startups start up. Well, rather than starting up, Motel 6 is starting fresh by renovating rooms nationwide, still for a great low price. It's a smart place to invest your capital every time you venture. Unlike my cat cologne startup, fail. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. What the hell are we waiting on? Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges. Do you want it or not? Rick Gosselin. Do you understand there's a price to pay? And Clark Judge. Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. If your computer runs slowly, and whose doesn't, go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, yeah, minutes, you can activate MyClean software to clean up and clean out what may be slowing that computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. 
We're back with our number two of the Talk of Fame Network. We just heard Rick make his Hall of Fame case for Dallas owner Jerry Jones, who's one of two contributor candidates for the class of 2017. And now, well, now we're going to hear a presentation for the other contributor nominee, and that would be former Commissioner Paul Taglibu. And this presentation is going to be delivered by none other than ESPN Sal Palantonio, who's a Hall of Fame voter and a member of the Hall of Fame's Contributor Committee, and who will present Paul Taglibu's case to the Board of Selectors. Sal, thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm thawing out from a weekend in Green Bay, but I'm hanging in there. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Well, um, as you know, uh, Paul Tagliabue has been a modern era nominee three times, including 2007. We actually made the cut to five, but then got tossed. He didn't make the cut to 15 the last time he was a finalist, which was 2009. So my question to you, Sal, is why do you believe the time is right to get him in now? Well, I think this time is different because the Contributor Committee has voted to present him as a nominee, as a finalist, to the entire Selectors Committee. Uh, there was a meeting in August where we met for pretty much the entire day. Uh, Rick Gosselin was in that meeting, uh, along with uh, three others, uh, Peter King and Howard Balzer and, 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 and John Clayton, and we had <clears throat> we had three consultants Two of them were in the meeting, Bill Polian and Carmen Policy and John Madden on the phone. And a result of those deliberations and those votes, Jerry Jones and Paul Tagliabu were nominated as the contributor candidates for this year's class. So I think uh, that's important, very important. I think uh, the contributor committee was set up to allow those candidates who have made monumental contributions to the game to be considered apart from the players and the coaches to give an opportunity for contributors to come into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And, um, you know, I certainly have a respect for what the committee has done, having been on it and seen some of the other nominees, Ron Wolf, uh, Eddie DeBartolo, and Bill Polian, uh, all get into the Hall of Fame as a result of this process. And I, I'm, I'm hoping that Paul Tagliabue can get in as a result of this. You know, these... 17-year tenure, oversaw some of the most significant league-wide changes uh, and successes in the history of the game, including uh, uninterrupted labor management peace, um, expansion of of the league from 28 to 32, expansion of the network and cable television contracts that made uh, not only the owners but the players very rich, adoption of instant replay. There are lots of... uh, very important contributions that he oversaw during his tenure. And then some of the specific challenges and advancements that he made as commissioner, uh, such as the Rooney Rule. I mean, uh, the Rooney Rule to me is one of the most important things that's happened, not only in NFL history, but in uh, professional sports history in the United States, giving an opportunity, an institutionalized, if you will, opportunity for African-American to advance at the highest levels of management coaching in the NFL. And I think we're, you know, we're seeing, uh, we have seen the results of that. I had a letter recently distributed to all of the 48 selectors, two letters on behalf of uh, Paul Tagliabu from Tony Dungy and from John Wooten, talking about the importance of the Rooney Rule and Paul Tagliabu's role in that. So I think, you know, we can go down the laundry list of things, but I think that those those stand out for me 
as, uh, as sort of an introduction for the case of Paul Tagliabue. So you've given us a lot of pluses. What have you identified as the biggest obstacle for his induction? Is it the concussions, the labor agreement, California, what? Well, you know, those, those things have come up in my discussions with uh, the selectors. Obviously, I have a unique situation here, Goose, in that um, he has been a finalist, as Clark mentioned, uh, and, and, and voted down before. So, um, you know, there have been concerns raised in the room. Our colleague, Peter King, has been the presenter in all three cases. <clears throat> I went to him and talked to him about some of the obstacles that he faced. I've gone specifically to some of the selectors, and obviously I don't want to name the, who they were because those were private conversations. And I've tried to get some of their suggestions uh, as to, you know, what areas of concern that they have. And, uh, you know, the issue of player safety is a big one. There's, uh, that certainly is something that needs to be discussed, and I'm sure that it will, and uh, completely vetted in the room. The issue of uh, Los Angeles not having a franchise is certainly one that will be discussed, and um, it certainly will be discussed what happened in uh, 2006 during the final labor deal. So, yeah, without a doubt, all three of them uh, are, have been suggestions of, uh, that have been raised, observations that people have made to me uh, as obstacles in the past, and you know, where I'm doing research to try to figure out the best way to uh, make a fair and honest representation for people once I get into the room, because I think people want to have those answers, close questions answered for sure. Sal, uh, uh, I've been in the position you're in a couple of times presenting guys who had been not elected or rejected. In Kenny Stable's case for 1,001 years and Ray Guy for 1,002 years. Uh, so I know kind of what you're, <laughs> what you're up against. What's your honest evaluation of how uphill the battle may be. Uh, he's certainly a controversial figure and has been the subject of two of the longest presentation debates, uh, certainly in the time that I've been on the on the committee. So how do you sort of see the road ahead of you? Well, uh, first of all, I volunteered for this, uh, Ron, as a member of the Contributor Committee. Uh, I think uh, Peter at, uh, figured that, uh, you know, he had, he had done everything that he could, and he stepped aside. And um, the position was open, and I quickly volunteered for it uh, for a couple of reasons. I thought that um, you know I could give it some you know my a good my a, a good level of attention, um, and I, I thought as a as a professional journalist for 30 years that uh, I could keep it real and have then uh, lead an honest discussion about it. And what I am finding is that it's one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in this profession. So, you know, and here, here's the deal about that room. And uh, you've heard me uh, say it before in the room when I had a chance to present for Bill Polian, which was the maiden voyage of the Contributors Committee. I was the first one to actually stand up and make a presentation on behalf of anybody in that, in that category. Um, and I have a tremendous respect for everybody in that room because I know what it takes to be in this business for that long. The level of toughness that you have to have, the level of honesty that you have to have, that you have to be able to bring to the profession, uh, especially in the current environment where, you know, it's so difficult now because of, because of all the competition to survive. So, you know, I am taking 
everybody's observations, every, everybody's criticisms, everybody's suggestions uh, very, very seriously. I want everybody to be heard in the room, and uh, that, that's really important to me. Sal, quick question for you. We've got less than a minute left here, but because of that, how much pressure are you under? I mean, there's nobody higher to present than the commissioner. Well, you know, here's the deal. I'm a kid from Long Island who went to state school. Uh, and, that, and, 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 uh, and, uh, and I've only been on the committee for five years. You, you guys total have probably served about 50, 60 years. Uh, so, yeah, uh, you're, you're asked, you know, we haven't put a commissioner in since what? Eight, to correct me, Goose, 85 is when uh, Roselle went Roselle. in. Right. Yeah. Is that is that correct? Yeah. Sounds right. Uh, so it, yeah. So you know it hasn't. We haven't uh, attempted to put a commissioner in for twenty two years, um, and uh, and he's been and he's been shot down three times. So uh, my view is, and I've stated this publicly, uh, is that this is, in my view, the last shot for Paul Tagliabue. Does anybody on on this uh, interview disagree with me? I mean. Could you see it uh, being brought up again? I can't. Uh, I, yeah, so I right. there's, there's. Uh, would you agree with that, Rick? I mean, yep. would you agree yeah, with that, Ron? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. I'd, I'd agree with you, Sal. Uh, yeah, um, I would agree. This is the last shot. So there's your pressure right there, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what else is right there. We got to run, Sal. We're out of time. But thanks so much, and you know, best All of right. luck with that presentation. Okay, thanks a lot. Thanks, Sal. thanks, Sal. Well, it was Hall of Fame voter Sal Palantoni of ESPN, and he's up against it. But up, up for us next is award season. And it's not only in Hollywood, it's in Canton, too. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Hey, how you guys doing? This is Steve Smith Singer, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Hi, Tom Bodette, trying out one of those standing desks. Now I have the pleasure of working without the nuisance of being comfortable. Not sure a standing desk is for me. I'm really more of a resting couch kind of guy. But there is one thing I can stand behind, and that's Motel 6 offering clean, comfortable rooms still for a great low price. Now, where did I put my sitting chair? I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com. The U.S. economy has been getting stronger, and home values have been increasing. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Many of our clients have been taking cash out of their homes, a strategy that might work for you. The smart move is for you to refinance your mortgage right now with Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.25%, APR 4.43%. Call 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. ConsumerAccess.org. Number 3030. Burger King presents... Breakfast stories. Today's story, Marty and the two for $4 croissant sandwich. Yeah, I go to Burger King. They got that uh, croissant sandwich deal, two for $4. It's wicked good with the sausage, dude. And two for $4, that is a huge bargain. Huge. <laughs> well said, Marty. Tasty, savory, sausage on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwiches now for just $4. Only at Burger King. Price of participation vary. And now, Geico saving stories. Nikki Peasley was happily married to Scott. However, something between them changed after Scott spent 15 minutes on Geico.com. Constant gifts, chocolates, flowers. Like he discovered a cash tree. Cash tree, indeed. Unbeknownst to Nikki, Scott had saved hundreds of dollars on their car insurance by switching to Geico. His gifts never stop. Geico, spend 15 minutes and 15% or more in savings could be gifted to you. 
Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green, the iconic cleaning formula known around the globe. Since being introduced to households and businesses over 35 years ago, the family of Simple Green products has grown. But one thing all of them share is my full commitment to their excellence. Simple Green. Try a Simple Green product today, and if you're not 100% satisfied, I'll refund your money. Visit us at simplegreen.com. Simple Green. Simple Green. This is your brain on drugs. Any questions? Um, yeah, I have questions. Prescription drugs aren't as bad as street drugs, right? Weed's legal, isn't it? Drinking is worse than smoking weed. Isn't it? Why is heroin I so addictive? Molly just makes you feel happy. I have questions. Mom? Dad, did you ever try drugs? They're going to ask. Be ready. Go to drugfree.org. A message from Partnership for Drug-Free Kids. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. What we're dealing with here is a complete lack of respect for the law. Talk of Fame Network sponsored by GEICO. Where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. And you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. We're also brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper. Get a local or toll-free number. Just bring your own. See how it works? Log on to grasshopper.com. A good friend of mine once said that uh, nobody does a better job of congratulating itself than Hollywood. I don't think you guys would disagree. And <laughs> Proof was there last weekend with the Golden Globe Awards. Um, but that was just the beginning of, what is it now, uh, two months maybe? Nearly two months of an award season. And you know what? If Hollywood, or Ron, Hollyweed is that sign of the <laughs> Hills Red New Year's Day. Did you see that guy just turned himself in? Just turned oh, himself did he really? Yeah, they couldn't find him. He turned himself in. I'm the guy who did it. Um, anyway. <laughs> um, but if, if they can do it, uh, why can't we? I mean, you know, I'm talking about handing out awards. And we not only can, but we've demonstrated here, we will. And we're going to do it right now. So, guys, check your scorecards. Because you're going to need them. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's Ron and Rick. They're applauding as they walk on the stage here. You can need them for the next, well, I don't know, nine, ten minutes as we nominate an award. Uh, the few, the proud, and maybe the Hall of Famous from this year and past NFL seasons. So let's get to our first category. And our first category is best performance in a drama. And guys, it can include a player, coach, owner, you name it. Goose, your winner is... Aaron Rodgers with Green Bay sitting at four and six, and both Rodgers and his coach Mike McCarthy under fire. Rodgers calmly spoke of running the table and still getting the Packers where they wanted to go, and he did just that, playing the best football of his career with 19 touchdowns, no interceptions, and a seven-game winning streak. Congratulations, Aaron. Ron? Uh, my, choice, my choice is uh, Eric Dickerson and Jeff Fisher co-starring in He Loves Me, He Loves Me Not. <laughs> Not. <laughs> Eric's upset that. he can't go to practice. I don't know why. He didn't want to practice when he was playing. <laughs> Jeff's upset that, that Eric's upset. Now he's fired. He's Everybody's upset. Very dramatic. <laughs> it's dramatic. Congratulations, guys. Next up, best performance in a comedy. Goose. Steve Hoshka, who collected his sixth consecutive 100-point season as Seattle's kicker, but as efficient as he's been, 
he's at um, an almost comical six kicks block this season, five field goals and an extra point. He's the one kicker in the NFL who needs to work on his tackling as well as his kicking. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or go back to Middlebury. Hey, Ron, who do you have yes, for sir. best performance in a comedy? Well, my favorite owner, the aptly named Woody Johnson, starring in Patience, Please. This guy actually had the nerve at the end of the season to ask Jet fans to please be patient. They've only waited 48 years since they last won the Super Bowl. I think they're out of patience, Doc. Congratulations, Woody. Is he going to be our next ambassador to wear a Great Britain or someplace? I don't know. That ought to go over well. Next category, Goose. Best Supporting Actor. Oakland wide receiver Michael Crabtree. Amari Cooper is the Pro Bowl receiver on the Raiders, the guy Derek Carr looks to for the big plays. But there was only one team in the NFL this season with two 1,000-yard receivers, and Crabtree gave that distinction to the Raiders. He caught 89 passes, 1,003 yards, eight touchdowns. He was Keith Richard to Cooper's Mick Jagger. Wow. I like wow. that reference. Ron, wow. best supporting actor. question is, did he smoke his own dad? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my choice of best sporting actor is the, uh, Dante Scarnegia, the, Ital- the Italian stallion. He came in as an uh, offensive line coach and resurrected the Patriots' struggling offensive line. And right tackle Marcus Cannon, in particular, turning him from a pop gun into a real cannon. And the Patriots are 14-2. Hey, Ron, you just yes. came back from watching Alabama play. Do you I remember did. who the Italian stallion was in the late 60s, early 70s, running back? For Alabama. Italian Stallion. Goose Italy. probably does. I'll give you a hint. Johnny, Johnny Capoletti? Musso. Johnny, Johnny oh, Musso Johnny is Musso. correct. Wow. Goose goes to Good the head one. of the class. That's why Goose. he's Dr. Data. Goose, Dr. Data. Goose man, next category. The player you would most like to have on our next show. And he can be from the past or the present. So easy. Johnny Unitas. I'd like to get his take on the NFL game today where defenders are not allowed to get quarterbacks or touch receivers and offensive linemen can hold. I bet United would say that in today's game, he'd never throw an incomplete pass. Ron, can you top that? uh, No, but in that same vein, I would like us to be talking with uh, my ex-Raider friend, cornerback Skip Thomas, a.k.a. Dr. Death. (laughs) I'd like to hear what he thinks of today's pass interference interpretations. <laughs> <laughs> well, to follow that one, how about the coach you would most like to have on our show, past or present? Bill Belichick. Paul Brown, Vince Lombardi, Chuck Noll, and Bill Walsh all won championships and built dynasties, but only Belichick has done it during a salary cap era where there's a limit on spending and rosters are constantly being turned over. I'd like to visit with him about the challenge he faced that the Browns, Lombardis, and Knowles did not. Ron faces that challenge every day. Ron, who's your <laughs> Derek, nominee? Derek, we'd hear Derek saying, five minutes to go, 449 <laughs> to go, 448 to go. This has been the longest interview in history. Uh, my choice is the polar opposite of that because I'm a historian. I would like to have Pop Warner on, and I'd like to ask him, was Jim Thorpe as good as everybody said he was? Because who knows? <laughs> we could ask his grandson, Kurt Warner. He's a nominee for the class of 2017. Okay, Goose, next. New star of the year. New star of the year. 
Time for the homer to weigh in. Dak oh Prescott, not only uh, is he a rookie quarterback, he was a fourth-round draft pick. Rookie fourth-round quarterbacks are supposed to sit and watch for a few years, not become instant pro bowlers who take their teams to division titles, tie franchise record for victories, and become top seeds in the conference playoffs as the Cowboys have done this season. Okay, Ron, your choice. New homer of the year or new star of the year? <laughs> Unbelievable. The Goose Man wins the award. I'm going with Tyreek Hill. That guy is White Shoes Johnson without the white shoes. <laughs> Mr. Excitement when you kick him, yes. kick him a football. No question. Okay, best original score. Goose Man. The fake punt by Albert Wilson of the Chiefs against the Falcons. 55 yards up the gut for a touchdown. <laughs> Well, I took this question literally. Okay. So I went for the best original score. Yeah. Meaning music. Derek, can you help me out? <laughs> we said original. It gets better. The wind is a pirate. Blustering in from sea. Someone pack gorgeous in ice. Would you please? Song he sweeps along. <laughs> Swaggering boisterously. Yeah. His face is weather beaten. He wears a hooded sash. Yeah. With a silver hat about his head and a bristling black mustache. He growls as he storms the country. You know what? I, I thought you guys might nominate that Ezekiel Elliott touchdown run against Tampa Bay Goose. I'm disappointed you didn't. You know, when he jumped in the Salvation Army kettle, first of all, it was a score. And it was, was definitely original. Okay. Did you say original celebration or original score? Original score. And that was a score. That was a touchdown. No. That was after hey, the play. Goose, quick one. So was the autumn wind. <laughs> quick one. <laughs> Lifetime Achievement Award. Goose, who do you have? Tom Pratt, coaching the first Super Bowl. Still coaching the Cardinals pass rush. They lead the NFL in sacks this year. Ronnie? Excellent. Uh, Dennis Bird, the former Jet defensive lineman who died October 16th in a uh, car crash at the age of 50. You guys will all remember he was paralyzed during the game in 1992. But defied the doctors who predicted he would never walk again. He stood up and walked. That's some achievement. Oh, nice job, gentlemen. And that's your reward. Yep, you're getting some too. We're going to commercial. When we return, we'll sit down with former tackle and Hall of Fame finalist Tony Baselli. The U.S. economy has been getting stronger and home values have been increasing. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Many of our clients have been taking cash out of their homes, a strategy that might work for you. The smart move is for you to refinance your mortgage right now with Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is four and a quarter percent APR 4.43%. Call 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Burger King presents Breakfast Stories. Today's story, Bob and the two for four dollar croissantwich. So here's a doozy. I'm eating my two croissantwich for four dollars, you know. And this lady comes over making big moon eyes. And I'm like, keep your paws off my other croissantwich, ma'am. Great story, Bob. Thick cut bacon and eggs on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwiches now for just $4. Only a Burger King. Price participation vary. If your computer is running slow, go to MyCleanPC.com and get a free computer diagnosis. In minutes, you can activate MyCleanPC software to clean out the junk that may be slowing down your computer. Increase your computer speed today with MyCleanPC.com. That's MyCleanPC.com. 
Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green, the iconic cleaning formula known around the globe. Try a Simple Green product today, and if you're not 100% satisfied, I'll refund your money. Visit us at simplegreen.com. Hi, Tom Bodette. Seems like everyone's got an idea for a startup. From innovations like laundry sharing to startups that help other startups start up. Well, rather than starting up, Motel 6 is starting fresh by renovating rooms nationwide, still for a great low price. It's a smart place to invest your capital every time you venture. Unlike my cat cologne startup, fail. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. Just a reminder, the Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. You know something? You probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Well, next guest is one of the 15 finalists for the Pro Football Hall of Fame's class of 2017. And he's one of the seven candidates to appear as a finalist for the very first time. I'm talking, of course, of former tackle Tony Baselli, whom we've had on this program before and who was certainly Hall of Fame worthy, as we noted the last time we had, out, had him on here. He's got five Pro Bowl appearances, three All-Pro designations, all-decade honor in only seven years, a seven-year career that was cut short by injury. Tony, uh, first of all, welcome back. And secondly, congratulations on making it into the room. Finally, congratulations. Thank you. It's, uh, it's a big honor. Pretty exciting stuff. You know, it's one of those things that it's a long process, and it's a process that, you know, I don't have any control over at this point. I kind of did what I could. And so to get this far, uh, it, I'll, say, I'll tell you this, it makes it the most real it's ever been to me. Well, as I said, it's your first time as a finalist, and I know we addressed this last time we had you on here, which was about a year and a half ago, I think, but you're on here after 10 years of eligibility. You surprised? I don't know. Uh, I understand the debate because of the length of my career, um, and I think it's one of those things that you, you because I don't have control over it, I just kind of sit back and, and watch from a distance a little bit and try not to get too emotional either way about it because, uh, listen, it, I, I said it last time, it would be a huge honor. I mean, just, uh, I mean, as big as honor as you can have, really, uh, in the game of football to be uh, have your name put in, uh, next to all the greats who ever played it. Um, but it's up to you guys. It's 48 guys are going to sit in that room now on uh, the day before the Super Bowl and debate whether I deserve to be there or not. Um, but it's sure an, sure an honor just to get this far. Tony, in the last five years, we've put in four offensive tackles, four left tackles, frankly. Orlando Pace, Walter Jones, Jonathan Ogden, Willie Rolfe, a couple of them on the first ballot. When they were going in, did you ever wonder, why not me? Why am I not in this group? A little bit maybe just from the standpoint because when we all played, uh, we were either all created, we were all deemed as equal at the position or a lot of times, uh, you know, I was uh, maybe a notch ahead of them when I was playing. But at the same time, I understood it because uh, they, they played longer than I did. And they were great players. I mean, those guys you mentioned are outstanding and I have the utmost respect for them and was so happy when they got in. And so I wasn't going to let, you know, any disappointment that I might feel or any thoughts like that kind of cloud my mind too much because I wanted to be happy for those guys because they they deserved uh, the honor and I was really happy for them. Given your seven-year career, are you all a famer? You know what? Uh, that's for you guys to decide. 
I have no say in that. I did everything I could, and I can do nothing else. I played the game to the best of my ability, uh, went out there and competed, uh, blocked some of the best uh, defensive ends to ever play the game. I had a lot of fun doing it and was on some really good teams. Uh, my career got cut short. It, it kind of is what it is. I had no control over that, and uh, that's not for me to decide. I, I did what I could, and uh, I really trust the process, I, and I can say that honestly. I trust the 48 guys uh, who are going to be in that room to decide uh, whether I am Hall of Fame worthy or not. You are one of the few that trust the process. Let me say <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, what, what else? Can, you know, what else can you do? I mean, yeah. there's nothing else you can do but trust it because I, I think from I know a lot of the guys in that that room. Not everyone, and. Uh, they're good football guys. They followed the game. Um, I think my position, you know, is sometimes hard because there are no stats really associated with it. And um, as much as all you guys cover the game, uh, I'm sure not your favorite thing to do is watch the left tackle and what he's doing. <laughs> you know, you kind of have to trust the guys that played the, uh, the game, the coaches, the GMs, and different things like that. So I understand the difficulty. Is there ever a perfect process for any of the Hall of Fames? You know, I don't know, but I think the way the pro football does it is as good as any. We're speaking with Hall of Fame finalist Tony Baselli on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at, at talkoffamenet. And Tony, um, just wondering, since you mentioned it, you're right, there are no stats at your position. We all know about quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers. Everyone else seems to have stats, but not offensive linemen. So question, how do you measure tackles? What makes a good or great tackle in your mind? How do you measure them? A lot of it, how I do is, I mean, I watch tape and watch him play, and, and I kind of, you can tell whether a guy can play or not. But then after that is, I think, you know, there's certain characteristics. You know, I think how they finish blocks. I think the ability to both run and pass block. What is the player, what is that guy being asked to do? There's so many different systems, and they change all the time. Um, is it a system where they, the guy's all by himself? He's on an island. He, they're asking him to block that guy by himself, or is it more of a, system where they're going to slide and quick game and get the ball out and maybe make it a little bit easier for an offensive tackle. I mean, there's a lot of different things. And I think as you watch the tape and you see a guy play, you could, I mean, it stands out immediately of, you know, how a guy excels or not. And then the consistency to be able to do it year after year and game after game. I think those are the things that I look for when I watch a player. Um, and then also, the one, I don't know if this makes a, one, a great one or not, but I like the guys who are a little bit nasty, have a little bit of a nasty streak and get after guys and are trying try to play the game really physical. Tony, I look at um, Southern Cal's history. They've had three tackles, Ron Mix, Ron Yeri, Anthony Munoz in the Hall of Fame, Tyron Smith now is a perennial pro bowler. You've had first-round draft picks, Marvin Powell and Don Mosbar. Just good players. You draft a tackle out of Southern Cal, you know you're getting a good player. When you go to Southern Cal, is this the expectation that one day you're think, going to be viewed as one of the best? Oh, I, I, I hope it is. And I know it, I love I, – I, I felt honored to be able to play at USC and to kind of follow in the footsteps of some of the greatest guys that ever played the position. And a guy, especially once I got in the NFL, that was uh, you know great to me and uh, and still is is Anthony Munoz. And I re- when I was at USC, I remember I think it was my sophomore year. Uh, I found an old tape, old coaching tape, and Anthony Munoz laying around the the office at the football offices, and I plopped that VHS in, and I would sit there for hours and just watch Anthony Munoz and how he did things and how he played the game. And I remember, th- I mean, that's what I wanted to be. That's how I wanted to play. And so I think it's a great uh, legacy. Uh, you mentioned some of the great players who uh, played there. 
and to fall in line with that group is uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a nice uh, fraternity to be a part of if you go to USC and you can play offensive tackle at a high, high end. I mean, heck, offensive line. You know, there's a lot of just guards, centers. I mean, you go down the list, uh, Bruce Matthews, I mean, a guy that played, you know, offensive guard. Heck, he played every position in the NFL uh, on the offensive line. So there's been a lot of great ones. Tony, I, I want to go back to what Goose asked you earlier, and I know you've said before on the show and you just mentioned again you're reluctant to talk about yourself and you trust the process, but we've got to go in there with 46 other uh, voters, and we, we're going to argue your case. Can you give us something that we may not know or the other voters may not know that can help you, something we can bring to the table here and say, you might, know this about, you might not know this about Tony Baselli, but this is what happened. This is what he did. I'm not a very good dancer. My wife can tell you that at all. <laughs> I don't think uh, that's going to help. Feet, but for, for some reason, I'm, I have good feet, but I couldn't dance. So, uh, you know, I don't know. It's so hard for me. One of the things I think that was in the system that we played in, I mean, and it was an honor for me, and it was a big responsibility, that they trusted me just in our system. We didn't slide, and we didn't help the tackles much. And it was, you know, I was – I was asked to go one-on-one with whoever the defensive end was. It didn't matter if it was Bruce Smith or Derek Thomas or anything else. And there might be certain plays where we did some different things. But for the most part, we were kind of more of an old-school offense, you know, a lot of five- and seven-step drops. And uh, we had some great receivers outside. So there was um, there was a lot of pressure on the tackles, both myself and Leon Cersei, the right tackle. I think also one of the things that, a lot of people don't talk about is we're pretty good at run blocking. You go look at our years, we ran the ball very well. And we were one of the top rushing teams in the NFL. And I think everyone talked about how well I pass blocked. I thought I was a pretty decent run blocker as well. So those are a couple of things. I'll tell you one thing. You make me really uncomfortable because there's nothing more than I dislike more than talking about myself. Yeah, I know that. Uh, in my game. But uh, I, I tried to go out there and play the game as hard as I could. And I, I, I tried to play physical. I was taught that at USC from some great coaches. Uh, I just thought that's the way it was supposed to be played, to be as physical as possible and finish every play uh, of every game. And uh, that's kind of how I approached it. And uh, it worked for most of the time. Hey, Tony, thanks so much for the time. And best of luck with your Hall of Fame candidacy. Thanks. Well, I, I should be talking. I should be thanking you guys. I need to. Best of luck to you guys. I hope you have a good argument in there for me. <laughs> We've got plenty of ammunition. Thanks, Tony. That was Hall of Fame yeah. finalist Tony Baselli. Coming up next, our Renai Game Changers. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. Geico presents Unanswerable Questions. Why are yawns contagious? What makes some ketchup fancy? Or the big one? Why doesn't everyone switch to GEICO when they could save 15% or more on car insurance? However, you could be a part of the answer by switching to GEICO and saving hundreds for yourself. Money you could use to purchase bottle after bottle of the fanciest of ketchups. GEICO, the answer to savings. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Hi, Tom Bodette. Call me old-fashioned, but I just don't get modern art. Time was, if you splattered paint on a canvas, it was called a drop cloth. Now, it's called genius. Well, something modern I do appreciate are the newly renovated rooms at Motel 6. Totally updated with all-new everything, still at a great low price. It's like modern art, only it looks good and has a point. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book direct at motel6.com.
The U.S. economy has been getting stronger, and home values have been increasing. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Many of our clients have been taking cash out of their homes, a strategy that might work for you. The smart move is for you to refinance your mortgage right now with Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.25%, APR 4.43%. Call 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS consumeraccess.org number 3030. Burger King presents breakfast stories today's story marty and the two for four dollar sandwich yeah i go to burger king they got that uh croissant deal two for four dollars it's wicked good with the sausage dude and two for four dollars that is a huge bargain huge <laughs> well said marty tasty savory sausage on a flaky croissant hey this is not breakfast this is a burger king breakfast get two croissant sandwiches now for just four dollars only at burger king price participation vary This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC.com. If your computer runs slowly, and let's face it, whose doesn't? Go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. Within minutes, you can activate MyClean software to clean up what may be slowing it down. That's MyCleanPC.com. You should know by now, we're also brought to you by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com, and you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Before we get to our Renai Game Changers, I, I want to ask you something. Goose, um, I'm sure you saw that Bud Dupree hit on Miami's map more last week, um, and calling it a hit, I think, is probably an understatement. It was more like a demolition. Um, anyway, if that happened in college, Bud Dupree's ejected for targeting. You think there should be a targeting rule in the NFL? Yep, that would be a giant step toward cleaning up the game. But keep your eyes on both sides of the ball. When a defensive back gets leveled with a blindside block, when he's running full speed in pursuit of the football, and a wide receiver delivers a high knockout shot or chops him down at the knees, eject him too. You know, there are nasty hits, career-threatening hits all over the field. Don't just watch the quarterback. Yeah, I'm with you, Goose. I'd like to see a change, too. And as you said, if you're going to clean up the dirty hits, you know, start there. Anyway, we promised you our Renai Game Changers. We always live up to our promises here at the Talk of Fame Network. So, Goose, who do you have? Thomas Rawls. Seahawks have been dreadful on the ground this season, finishing the NFL uh, year 25th in rushing, which put the entire offensive burden of winning football games on the shoulders of Russell Wilson. Well, Rawls missed half the season's injuries, but he showed up just in time last week, and he rushed for 161 yards to power the Seahawks past the Lions to the conference semifinals. How about you, Ron? Well, uh, my Renai game changer is uh, Aaron Rodgers. You know, he hailed Mary. He... he <laughs> You know, he lit candles. He came through with his promise. Uh, you know, he looked terrible in the first half. In the second half, I don't know what he did at halftime. I assume the stations of the cross and, uh, you know, came out, threw touchdown passes like crazy, and then, you know, did what he's done. How many times has he hit that Hail Mary pass? I mean, you know, it's it's now you got to defend for it. So uh, without him, the Packers are cooked. But with him, they've won, I think, now eight straight. I'm going to take Derek Carr. He didn't play last week, but he was a game changer because once he went down against Indianapolis, as you guys know, Rod certainly does, the Raiders' playoff chances went up in smoke. That was a game changer, all right? It was more like a season changer. Sorry, Goose Man, but uh, I thought we'd get more out of Michigan State's Connor Cook, but uh, you know what? Earl Morrill, he's not. Derek Carr, wish you were there. 
now for a guy you always know will be here. That's our resident answer man, none other than Dr. Data, Rick Gosselin. Goose, what do you have for us this week? Well, defense won a championship for the Denver Broncos last February. It doesn't always win championships, but it sure does help on the road to the Lombardi Trophy. And that's why Atlanta, Green Bay, and Kansas City are at a disadvantage in these playoffs. All bring a defense ranked in the 20s into the conference semifinal round. The Packers finished the regular season ranked 22nd, the Chiefs 24th, and the Falcons 25th. Now, there have been 50 Super Bowl champions. Only four hoisted the Lombardi Trophy with defenses that ranked in the 20s. The 2011 Giants, 2009 Saints, 2006 Colts, and 2001 Patriots. Only three other teams reached Super Bowls with defenses ranked in the 20s. The 2011 Patriots and both the 91 and 93 Buffalo Bills. That's seven out of the 100 teams that managed to reach the Super Bowl with a subpar defense. And all seven had a franchise quarterback to help them overcome those defensive woes. The Patriots had Brady, the Colts Peyton, and the Giants Eli Manning, the Saints Drew Brees, and the Bills Jim Kelly. So give Green Bay a chance with Aaron Rodgers. And the Falcons have a prayer with Matt Ryan. But how far can Alex Smith take the Chiefs with the NFL's 24th-ranked defense? The best defense in the playoffs belongs to Houston, but the Texans have the worst quarterback. Seattle and New England are the only other teams in the semifinal round with top 10 defenses, and both have Super Bowl-winning quarterbacks in Russell Wilson and Brady. Defense doesn't always win championships, but it's better to have it this year, uh, this time of year than not. Uh, Goose, some of those teams you mentioned uh, that did make it to the Super Bowl with subpar defenses, like the 06 Colts and the 09 Saints, late in the season, those defenses really rose up and began to play really like top 10 uh, defenses. Do the Steelers remind you of uh, those teams, or is there any other team playing this season whose defense maybe is better than it looks? Well, the Steelers did finish 12th in defense. They're pretty good. They've been pretty good all year. They're playing better now, but Kansas City is a team that's playing better on defense as the season goes on. Goes on. I don't know that that number is indicative of the caliber of players they have on that side of the ball. There's that signal again saying, this show's almost over. So, Goose, take us home. You have the two-minute drill. Let's get it going. Jaguars have Dave Caldwell as GM and now Doug Marone as coach, but they have a new VP of football operations in Tom Coughlin. He's got final seal over the roster. So he's in, who's in bigger trouble here, Caldwell or Marone? Blake Bortles. <laughs> I, did, I think it depends on which one shows up five minutes early when Tom Coughlin says that makes you ten minutes late. <laughs> Matthew Stafford enters the final year of his contract in 2017. Is he the Lions quarterback in 2018? Yes, he is. Best thing to happen to the Lions since George Plimpton stepped behind center. Agreed. But actually, the best thing to happen to the Lions is the franchise tag. That's how they're going to keep Stafford. <laughs> Giants GM Jerry Reese says it's time for Dell Beckham to grow up. Can that happen, and will that happen? I don't know, Gooseman, but we can ask. Ron's 10-year-old son has a play date with him this week. <laughs> well, guys, look. Team USA beat the Russians in 1980, right? Do you believe in miracles? What did Giants coach Ben McAdoo learn from his first NFL playoff game? It's no day at the beach, if you know what I mean. Take the bus home from the game. What did Dolphins coach Adam Gaze learn from his first playoff game? I bet he was good for that 10 o'clock tea time on Monday. What he learned is this, Goose. Next man up is bullshit. Le'Veon Bell, friend of the show, Jared Bell or Tinker Bell? That would be Dumb Bell, the guy I consult for my weekly picks. <laughs> Actually, it would be a butler's bell, so Clark's hired hands can come and bring us lunch. 
with Robert Mathis retiring. The Colts signed CFL pass rusher Alex Bazzi. He's tiny at 6'1", 228. Was that an insightful move by GM Ryan Grigson or one of desperation? It was insightful. I mean, Ryan Grigson hasn't found a pass rusher in this country, so why not try Canada? I would say neither. It's a reminder of how they built Las Vegas. People gamble. People are stupid. Who is the most deserving member of the College Football Hall of Fame's class of 2017? Marshall Falk, Peyton Manning, or Kirk Gibson? Welcome to the band. Here comes the band. That'd be Kirk Gibson. Best available Spartan. <laughs> oh, goodness. Mike Ruth, anchor of the great Boston College defenses of the Doug Flutie era. We don't know that fight song. <laughs> Which top seed has a better? They don't have a fight song. They have an argument song. <laughs> Which top seed has a better home field advantage these playoffs? Dallas or New England? That'd be New England. Two reasons: A, it has Tom Brady, and B, Houston doesn't. I would say you can stand outside in New England or inside in Dallas. You ever been outside in New England in January, Goose? We'd like to thank Ken Easley, Tony Baselli, and Sal Palantonio for joining us, Derek Burns for producing us, and you for listening to us. If you'd like to hear this or any podcast, just go to our website, talkoffamenetwork.com, or look for us on iTunes or your podcast app. And you know what? It's really easy. Otherwise, you can find us on this station at this time next week. We'll be here, and we hope you will be too. Burger King presents Breakfast Stories. Today's story, Bob and the two for four dollar croissant. So here's a doozy. I'm eating my two croissant for four dollars, you know? And this lady comes over, making big moon eyes. And I'm like, keep your paws off my other croissant, ma'am. Great story, Bob. Thick cut bacon and eggs on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwiches now for just $4. Only at Burger King. Price of participation varied. The U.S. economy has been getting stronger, and home values have been increasing. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Many of our clients have been taking cash out of their homes, a strategy that might work for you. The smart move is for you to refinance your mortgage right now with Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4 and a quarter percent. APR 4.43 percent. Call 800 Quicken or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800 Quicken. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS consumeraccess.org number 3030. Hi, Tom Bodette. Seems like everyone's got an idea for a startup. From innovations like laundry sharing to startups that help other startups start up. Well, rather than starting up, Motel 6 is starting fresh by renovating rooms nationwide, still for a great low price. It's a smart place to invest your capital every time you venture. Unlike my cat cologne startup, fail. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com. If your computer is running slow, go to MyCleanPC.com and get a free computer diagnosis. In minutes, you can activate MyCleanPC software to clean out the junk that may be slowing down your computer. Increase your computer speed today with MyCleanPC.com. That's MyCleanPC.com. As an entrepreneur, you're always on the go. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Get a local or toll-free number or bring your own. See how it works at Grasshopper.com.